Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. With me today is Randy Pennington, and we're talking about disruption. TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancinimo. Joining me today is Randy Pennington, a speaker and consultant who helps organizations around the world deliver positive results in a world of constant change. He's also the author of the award-winning book, Make Change Work. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Susan. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you on the show. So you talk a lot about change and disruption, and we hear so much about disruption these days. But I often wonder if everyone really knows what it's all about. So what is disruption, actually? It's a great question, Susan. Thanks for asking. And, you know, basically disruption, I like to think of it as sort of change on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's those things that you weren't expecting to happen that totally messes with your life, messes with your business, <laughs> takes out of your comfort zone. You just wake up and you feel like I'm totally, you know, I have no clue what I'm going to do. If you ever felt that way, you're in the midst of disruption. It really is. I mean, we all change all the time, but disruption are those really things that you never see coming that just take you out of your, out of your stride. It's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, all change is uncomfortable, and disruption <laughs> is, is even more uncomfortable. And the reason it's uncomfortable is because if, if you expected it, it wouldn't be disruption. <laughs> it would be business as usual. All right, fair enough. Why do you think disruption is such a big thing now? I mean, sometimes I wonder, like, aren't there things that don't need to be disrupted? Can't we just continue doing something really well is disruption always necessary? Uh, it's not always necessary, but right now, especially in business, the the where we are with technology right now, Susan, it's almost to the point of if you can think about it, we can do it or we're going to yeah. be able to do it really soon. And so what that technology does is it can, it totally drives um, innovation. Mm-hmm. It, it creates opportunities for people to think about your business differently. Um, and by the way, it's probably not you thinking about your business. It's some high school kid in a garage somewhere <laughs> or a college kid in a dorm room who's yeah. thinking about it differently. And, and they're looking at it going, I bet I can do that better. And with technology, they can because they're not entering with the technology that you operate with they're entering your market with the technology that's the best available. Yeah. Um, So for example, I mean, a a good example of that is in Africa right now. Um, When, when people have phones, when they get phone service, they're not building landlines. They're doing 4g and 5g networks. Absolutely. They're skipping right over. Right. (laughs) And, and so they're coming out with the latest stuff while you we're still dealing with the same old stuff that we've always used. And so that's what makes it so difficult for, for a business, but it it works that way for people too. We all have our versions of it. Okay. Well, we're going to go rogue and go for a third question. If that's all right with you. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm known to do it now and then. And apparently amongst your circle of friends, there's a little competition about whether or not I've gone rogue in your interviews. (laughs) You know, I sort of count on it. You know, I mean, that's, that's what I, it's the stuff that I live for. (laughs) Well, okay. So how does a business owner 
manage the business and do business well while simultaneously keeping an eye on potential disruption, how, how do you balance? It's, um, it's hard, uh, which is what's kept me successfully unemployed for the last 20 something years. <laughs> um, here's the way I like to think of it. You're not old enough to remember this, but I, you know, I am and maybe some of your viewers are. Um, there used to be a TV show on years and years and years ago called Wagon Train. Mm-hmm. And wagon train was, I mean, it was about a wagon train. And every week the wagon train went across the prairie and, and they had the, the wagon train, the wagon master, whose job was to keep the train running, to keep it smooth, to make sure everybody played nice in the, in the circle together at night that, you know, all the stuff, it happened that the food was there and everything was prepared. Mm-hmm. But then they had these people called scouts. And the job of the scouts was to ride ahead of the wagon train and look for two things. One, where's the water, the next opportunity, and where are the hostels, the next mm-hmm. threat. Mm-hmm. And see, I think that one of the things that if I were going to tell a business owner today, or even all of us as individuals, because our jobs, I mean, our careers are, are going to change dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. It's that you have to have a part of your life uh, or a part of your business. And I, some of my clients have entire teams set up just, they call them scout teams. Yeah. Um, and their job is to look ahead and be out there on the horizon and over the horizon looking for two things. What are the hostels? Where's the water? Uh-huh. And, I love you know, it. you know, if you can think just about that every, you know, on a personal level, once a month, once a quarter, whatever, sit back and look at all the things that could affect you and your business and ask, Okay, where are the hostels? What are the hostels? And where's the water? Uh, where can I find opportunity in 5G technology or robotics or whatever? Where's the potential for the hostels to disrupt me if I don't pay attention to this? Uh, and it's just asking those two questions along with, you know, what else do I need to be doing and what's coming next? Um, that's the best thing that you can do to avoid disruption. And then hope that you can answer those questions and manage whatever comes. <laughs> well, and, 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 and that's right. And, and you get better at it. By the way, you get better at dealing with change. And remember, disruption is just change on steroids. You get better with dealing with change the more you change. That is absolutely true. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, so I think it's okay to you know, sort of break it every now and then and say, okay, if, if we were going to, if I were starting today, would I do it this way? Oh, I love that question so much. It's one of my favorites. Yes. And most of us, the answer would be no. If we <laughs> most so, of us have gone through that painful road. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, um, you know, if you can just do that, you have a head start. Uh, now, by the way, there is another type of disruption that people have, and that's the catastrophic event that mm-hmm. catches you that nobody can manage. And in which case, now you're managing risk. Right. right. Um, you know, I, I did a presentation a few months back to 100 farmers, um, and they talked about the disruption that happens when a tornado strikes your field. Absolutely. And, and, and there's nothing you can do. There's very little you can do to avoid that. Uh, the most you can do is plan for how you're going to respond to it. Yeah, 
I come from a farming family. I know it. I know, man, that one's, that's not fun. There are so many, in farming in particular, there are so many risks. Bad weather, all, oh my gosh, we could talk for days about just that. <laughs> Bad weather, drought, rain, commodity yeah. prices, I mean, yeah. name it, it's, um, you know, it can happen. And, and so, you know, from a, from a business standpoint, even from an individual standpoint, you know, you have, you have to have some backup plans. You have to have some contingencies out there. Uh, yeah. that, that's why I know you had Larry Wingett on there and, uh, with you several times. That's why I love yeah. what Larry talks about with financial management, because that's what gives you the freedom to have contingencies. That's right. Absolutely. Larry's a great guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Randy, this has been really interesting. I hope you'll come back and we'll I talk will. about other things. We can talk about anything that you like. I I'm love it. Come back. We'll have more yes. conversations like this. Great. Good. Well, definitely come back. I'd like to actually talk about your book too. So let's have a show just about that. We'll, we'll do that. And, and hopefully, it. depending on when we do it, I'll have my next one all done or almost done by then. So we'll talk about that one. That's exciting too. Okay. Well, we'll plan that. All right. Viewers be on the lookout. Yes. <laughs> Randy, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Susan. It's, a, it's been fun. All right, viewers, there'll be links down below in the show notes. So you can find out more about Randy and his books and we'll have him back on the show. So be on the lookout. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.